0: Oh my god, it's just like old times. Lori's an idiot. It wasn't Lori's fault. George isn't here, and Evan's high, so's Jamila. This is a rumor mill.
1: Oh, Jamila, you're not high? I'm like a good mix of high and drunk. Oh. I'm crunk.
0: Jamila just dropped like a 1990s term. Is that wrong. '90s term. What is that, is Jamila? Oh, the lever crunk. Evan, you Evan, you sound, <laughs> Evan, you sound and wrong. Lever. I don't know what anyone's talking about. This is Evan's show, but it got so <laughs> off the rails that uh, I'm driving well, it just I for did, now. But let's well, bring in. Let's bring in the actual host of the rumor mill.
2: Hello, He's, hello, hello. Well, I haven't, I haven't introduced listening. you yet. I haven't. Oh, how I thought hot, I, I, wait. Hold on, whole, Evan. How high part. are you right now? I'm how honest about that stone. I'm fine. It's Joe, just you're
1: like, you're like Ed McMahon to yep. John Carson.
2: Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I, you, I know what, I like, you know what? I like you know what? That's longest pause. To this, say this, is this
0: is a really I like this. Yeah, that's you a took a good, really long pause. Though. It was it was you like set me up to fail with that. Wait, yep, I was no, really I didn't. Inclined. Hold on for a second, Evan. What's wrong with your mic? Talk.
2: I'm talking. What's wrong with that? Oh, it's had it? Oh, it sounded bad before.
3: What's wrong with your you, mic, you, bitch? Yeah, <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let us let's, let's,
0: let's start let's start this all over again. Let's start this all over again. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two. I thought something was wrong with Evans' mic. <laughs> Turns out I'm an idiot.
2: Lori Did wanted you to stop again. So l- just so the audience won't hear Lori what Lori said.
0: Oh, they'll hear it.
2: <laughs> Rumor mill. Keep keep all of
0: us in, please. <laughs>
3: Oh my <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be like 45 minutes of getting ready and then 5 minutes of like so what's on the what's on the docket
0: <laughs> oh oh my. we God. lose George and everything goes to pot literally <laughs> now I'm not the host of the show I'm here to bring on the host of the show like Ed McMahon but fatter <laughs> From our no nation, words. from our nation's capital, he's high, he's white, so nothing will happen to him. Give it up to Evan Ayers. <laughs> I'll, I'll have you know, it's very legal in DC. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's. I've, yeah, black a little- people, yeah. black people, and people of color never have anything bad happen to you, even though
2: they're doing nothing wrong. I'm not saying that's not true, but I'm saying that where I am right now, I'm legally enjoying a cannabis pen. That's been very lovely. Hi, Joe. Hello, Welcome Evan. To my show. this is a shit show already, and I'm loving it. Yeah,
1: ain't that the greatest kind of show?
2: As who said that? Me. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Huh? Oh, <laughs> I did just now. <laughs>
2: oh my God. So as we mentioned, uh, Joe uh, Joe is here because George Munoz is sick and out, so we wish yeah. him very well. We only but have it, a Mexican on the show. But as a replacement Mexican, we did bring Daddy Batanz back himself. So, mm-hmm. hi, Joe. Thank you so much for bringing me in. How are you? I'm doing very well. Evan, thank you very much. This is your show, so I will now back away Okay, I'll cool. let you take over. Thank, thank you. Hey, Dad. All right. And from New York City, we are joined by Jamila Zara as always. What's up, curl?
1: Hi. My- what did you say? How did you say my last name? Zara Oh, okay. Cool.
2: What do you think what? I said?
3: She no, he, I don't he know. He did it. say He did say "What's up, curl?" <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Jamila, we also are joined with a special guest. Um, Hello, Matthew, your friend. Please introduce yourself.
1: Yeah. Introduce yourself? No. This is my friend. Let me, let me, let me. let 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 Jamila introduce him. Let Jamila
2: introduce him. Like like, who you are, what your deal is? Okay. Jamila will introduce him.
1: Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Jamila. Yeah. I, okay. I am curious to see what you have to say about yourself. But Matthew is my friend uh, that I, he's one of the first friends I met when I moved to New York. We both worked at CBS News. Oh. And I just, he was the light in my life uh, during. Uh, uh, he really has I'm been. Too for this. <laughs> so I, I've been asking him to come on the show for like the longest, but he's off on Mondays. And like, this was just like the perfect time but i do want you to come back when when george is back on the show yeah because when it's yeah he's so yeah. great but when um
3: it's actually like a full show but it's actually <laughs> yeah. there's like a little
2: sometimes a little structure a little bit of a uh, you know timeliness to
4: it wait hold on for a second
1: tell the girls about yourself a little bit
4: well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I met Jamila is like the love of my life. I met her Aww. at CBS News. I was like, who is she? She's so hot, even though like I'm so gay, but I was like, She's so hot. Who is she? I have to be her friend.
2: We all I'm we like, all feel that way better. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> I
4: felt like feelings I hadn't felt since like fourth grade. I was like, what's happening here? And so that was cool. And now I'm at ABC. I'm a producer there. And I, you know. I cover horrible, horrible breaking news stories.
1: One thing about Matthew <laughs> is that he has the best haircuts. Like his 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 barber deserves like a degree in yeah. geometry. His name is Sam. Mm. You can I even... Give him
4: Instagram shout-outs. So hey Sam, what's
1: up,
3: boo?
1: Nice. Yeah nice that's what's going on in our neck of the woods what about you Lori. Yeah, hey, I mean, Lori wait I mean, why didn't you get your slushy oh uh so
0: well wait hold on hold on hold on everyone should know we had to wait for Lori to get we were we were already waiting for Lori, and then she texted me while we were waiting if she, she wanted to know if she had time to stop and get a slushy from 7-eleven okay go ahead it's called a slurpee how dare you yeah.
1: it's a slushy the, the way you said slushy i didn't think it was going to be a 7-eleven no that's a slurpee mm-hmm. Yeah, I had time for a slurpee. Oh, I always, I always call it a slushy. Uh <laughs> a goddamn difference. <laughs> oh, sorry, put a slushy uh, in your purse,
2: you god, you got a goddamn money, you broke bitch.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a, uh, you're right. I forgot about that. Hold on, give me money, you broke bitch. You're fucking broke. I bet your pockets don't even have shit in them. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow.
2: Uh, yeah, Lori coming to us uh, back the set of Sandlot fifteen. What's uh, up? <laughs> but I do love that Lori
0: it's is uh, Lori is like the white person who's like I just call it whatever the fuck I want to call it. That there's nothing more yeah. Columbus-y than that. Like, oh yeah, people call Slushy. I don't care. I'm gonna call it slushy. I'm white. We name things. Joe, you <laughs> to, Joe, I'm getting the impression that you're angry at gay white people today.
3: You've come from the more shut up. <laughs> I only, I only, I don't pay for slushies. I only take them from the hands of brown children. <laughs> Um and <laughs> and you don't pay for the br- the brown slushies. You don't get No, I out. don't pay for the slushies.
1: I'm currently on the I mean I uh, don't either, but that is still has nothing to do with white privilege. There are other things I could, you know, tell you about that do, but you know, getting free slushies, just go in and get a cup and just fill your shit up and you know walk out. Walk
2: is, out. Is, is, is that the slogan? Go
3: yeah. <laughs> in get a cup and fill your shit up. <laughs> thank, yeah. you. Thank, uh, you for,
2: thank you for They
3: don't call her down.
0: They don't call her Jamila Zarab for nothing. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't I, uh, went over my head.
2: Huh? So, um Yeah, Lori, what's up? How are you? Now that you've got your slushy or you didn't get your slushy. Tell us what's going you. on. Thank you for joining us.
3: Thank we- you. I'm on the set of Sandlot fifteen, the uh <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton's Hamilton's revenge. It's where uh ham eats all of the other remaining sandlot <laughs> Oh no, not <laughs> the great Hambino. <laughs> yeah, the great Hambino. <laughs> He gets bitten by a venomous snake and becomes a uh, cannibal and uh, eats all of the remaining Sandlot yeah. people. And
0: Sandlot. Lori, Lori yeah. plays yeah. Smalls, but now it is. Is nowadays... Benny the
1: Jet Rodriguez okay? That's all that matters. As long as Benny's okay. He is, but one part of him isn't. And I'll let you
3: guess which part.
1: Oh, no. Oh, oh no. God. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> you hate to hear uh, that.
1: No, Pr- for the Spanish.
3: Long story short, there's this uh, homeless lady that at the Seven Eleven, I I uh, that that's by my house that I used to give money to, and then, in a very dumb, one dumb night, gave her my phone number in case she had like issues or anything. And she wait was wait, like, wait, wait 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 stop 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 stop. I'm trying to get through this, this story really I know, fast. but do you stop, find this homeless woman attractive? No. <laughs> no. No. Why would you
2: give a homeless you, person? You your phone give, number? You wouldn't give her a blowjob for a box of sweaters.
3: No. Uh, no. I don't think she has a penis, but if she did, I don't know right. if it would work. You never know. Uh, it's 2019, girl. You never
1: know. <laughs> um. So, no, she, Joe asked like a great question. So, why did you give your phone number to this woman? she was
3: like, it was one of those things where this had been over like months and months, and she we would talk. Was it one number at a about- time? Okay, now it's two. <laughs>
0: i've already given you 714 and the next number is two next time i see you'll give yeah. you the next number yeah
3: i gave her one i gave her a number one one at a time yeah uh so it took like 10 months no so <laughs> she um no so so we were talk we were talking stuff and then she her husband had like kidney problems and stuff and so she was like i you know i don't know where you know what's gonna happen and stuff so i told her to you know, if she ever needed help, like a ride to the hospital or anything to get to, here's my phone number. But then she just started like calling me at all odd hours, asking for money for like yeah. gas or asking for money for, uh, you know, rides to, you know, long beach and stuff. And she never <laughs> wanted me, to, <laughs> she never wanted me to actually take her. She just wanted me to give her money so she can get the ride herself. And so I was like, well, this something's going on. Mm-hmm. So I just stopped answering her calls and then just kind of ghosted her. Cause I was just getting like, I, it was getting like really. It was getting to harassment levels, and she will occasionally still stand outside the Seven Eleven. So when she's there, I don't. I don't like going. So she was standing outside the uh, Seven so
1: Eleven. How does, many? I have a question. How many Seven Elevens are in LA? <laughs> a real question. So many. There, I mean, there are so oh, many. So many. <laughs> it's possible. So it's possible to avoid this one. Yeah. Or does she
3: migrate? Oh yeah. No. It, no. In my in my area, uh, there are. There are four 7-Elevens within a two-mile radius, but um, I like that 7-Eleven because it's the only 7-Eleven that has a a Coca-Cola slushy or Slurpee. So,
1: (laughs) so there you go.
3: Well, that is important. (laughs) I gotta tell you guys
0: something. Too bad George isn't here; I would yell at him. But also, um, is I listened to the first part of the rumor mill uh last week and it was so good guys i was so proud that my kids
2: oh thank you, oh, that, thank you. that my
0: uh, dad I, I, I yeah it was i was so 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 good but we have we have fun without yeah. you yeah i know it good. was all right yeah.
1: you know what, joe it's totally okay that i call you dad because i call my real dad daddy you call I, him like, joe i'm, I'm
3: th- no, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's no i'm really system. i'm 32 years old
1: <laughs> And like I, you know, like you are like my podcast dad.
0: Yeah, so like are you're a podfather. But
1: you know, my here's pod, yeah, my podfather.
0: Now here's the deal. Um Wait, why would is... you yell at Joe? I mean George. Well, not that was a joke, Evan. Harkening back to July fifteenth, twenty nineteen. But here's the deal: is I want to ask Jamila. I know this is last week, but previously on the rumor mill, Jamila talked about how she was asked to do a panel about the intersection oh. of weed and sexuality. And then she showed up and it was in somebody's apartment. Correct, yes. Jamila? And then did, did Michael, did Matthew know this story?
1: Matthew does not I know, this, know story. this story. Because I'm so ashamed. <laughs> yeah, so
0: Jamila I'm agreed so to do this panel and there it was. Now, how many people were on the panel, Jamila?
1: There were um, four people on the panel total, including myself. So it was me and three other women. Were you the moderator? I was the moderator, yes. You were the moderator, and
2: then – but obviously, where, the, where was where was it? Was the panel like in the kitchen or the dining no, room?
1: No, the panel was in Brooklyn. So there's a lot of layers to the story. Okay, to fit in that apart. Well, let me let me <laughs> let me explain. Um, so I got asked to do a panel, and here's here's where the deception was. Mm-hmm. The flyers were really great, well designed. Mm-hmm. Like it, like they must have ho- spent all their money on the graphic designer because the flyers looked so good. And you know, I'm at the like start of my budding cannabis career, mm-hmm. so. I'm down to help other women out, yeah. especially other black women who have an interest in the space. Mm-hmm. So she sent me an, uh a DM that was like, Hey sis, like in a couple of weeks we're doing this wellness expo uh, and we're doing a panel on the intersection between sexuality and cannabis. Mm-hmm. So I was like, sure. Yeah, I don't, I would, I'd love to moderate. Plus I want to have more experience doing that. So she gave me the address day of, I went to take the train to her apartment The trains were awful. So I sat at one spot on the train line for like 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Then as the train doors open I went upstairs got a cab because I was like I have to get there on time I can't miss this panel so no. taking a cab ride to this part of Brooklyn cost like almost cost like 80 dollars <gasps> holy no. shit. my it god was, because it was like it was like a surge charge <laughs> it was like a surge charge and it was uh I think it was like in Bed-Stuy but it just because from Harlem to it was just yeah it all Almost cost like $80. So I was like, you know what? It'll be fine. You know, like, this is a good experience. Good experience. I get there. It's an apartment building. Yeah. And so I was <laughs> like, well, you know, apartment buildings have rec rooms. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's a media room. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. yeah.
4: <laughs> like a luxury space.
1: No. It was like a... I mean it's, it's It was side. in a walk-up. no, it wasn't. No, and actually bedside is really nice now. But but here's the thing about New York is that sometimes I've been to so many places where the apartment building itself looks old as sin and mm-hmm. it's like really really Run down, but then you get in and everything's renovated, and you've got oak floors, and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. This, this was not that. That's like um, San
3: Francisco a lot. It's like yeah. a really beautiful area, and then like across the street is people doing crack. You know, yeah. like- well,
1: I mean, this this was not this was just it wasn't. I wouldn't say that it just wasn't the kind of place. I wouldn't say that it's like a place where you think crackheads would be. It was a decent apartment, mm-hmm. but not a. I wouldn't have a house, I wouldn't have a house party there. Honestly, and this like, was yeah. like an event. And yeah. so when I first got there, she told me that well, everyone had to take off their shoes, oh which is God. fine when you're yeah. usually in someone's apartment, but this was an event and I was like, I don't there's a bunch of people here that I don't know. Mm-hmm. My mind flashed back <laughs> to that Sex and the C- City episode where Carrie Bradshaw got her shoes stolen. So I was like, I right, am keeping my shoes with me. Then I was, like, I went into this room where there no, was nobody around. So I was, like, okay, well, my introverted self just wanted to just be in solitude. So I sat in this room. Next thing you know, people started flooding the room and filling up the seats. Mind you, this is, like, a bedroom with 20 people in it. It was just a bedroom. Not yep. even, like, I can't describe. I wouldn't say. Did not a,
4: moderate the panel on her bed?
1: No, I, there was no bed. It was, oh, like, okay. it was, um. It wasn't a large bedroom. It was a medium bedroom. Like where you go, oh, this is nice. You you could fit a king size in it. No, was you there a bed in a there? King, no, there was no bed. Okay, That's what I'm saying. You could fit a king size though. But again, not a space to have an event at all mm-hmm. in any shape or form. And there were like all these chairs that were like, you know, Just crowded in there. Mm -hmm. And then I finally saw the woman who invited me. And Mm -hmm. so she was like, thank you so much for doing this. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you're here. And I was like, you know, it's, it's no problem. It's fine. It's Mm -hmm. fine. And so uh, I was sitting in the room that had nobody in it. And then all of a sudden it filled with people. And then this woman was like, I'm going to lead a guided meditation and so I was like, shit, I'm stuck in this room. Like, can I get out? But then they closed the door. And so the woman did this guided meditation where she dimmed the lights. And then she told us about her credentials. And she said, um, I have none, really. <laughs> I, um, So I'm not a therapist in any form or fashion. She was like, I have 20 years of retail experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I was just like, okay, then informed me that she was one of the panelists. And so I said, oh, okay. And so the other two panelists were um, uh, an, a porn star, mm-hmm, sure. uh, a former porn star, and then a woman who sell, sold sex toys. And they were both the sex experts And then the woman who was leading the guided meditation was just the um, – she was like the spiritual wellness person. And so I had to go up to the person who was – who invited me and I had to find out like their names and like, she didn't send that to me. I just knew what they did, but I didn't know their names or like the names of their businesses. So I'm like writing this on an index card, like minutes, like five minutes before it, the panel supposed to start. Then the panel starts and I had a list of questions prepared based on what I was understood that they did. So my first question was, what is your first experience with cannabis? So the porn star, she had a great answer. She was like, you know, I've been using cannabis s- since I was a teen, but I'm just now seeing it as a medicine and all the medicinal properties of it and all the great things that it can do. Then I go to the next person and she's like, oh, I don't smoke weed or I don't use cannabis <laughs> in any form. <laughs> And so I was like, okay.
3: Was that the the lady with sales experience? Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, The the gap employee.
1: Yes. So so the next from a nice lady says the same thing. She's just like, yes, I'm a sex bird. I've been, you know, like I've been licensed to teach sex class, uh, sex education classes. And she was like, and I throw these like sex toy parties. And she was just like, but I don't smoke weed. And I don't use it at all. So that just completely destroyed all the questions that I had been prepared about the panel on the intersection between sex and cannabis. Like, so then I had to just be on the fly. And it was just it was a lot of hoops. That I, I spent eighty dollars mm-hmm. to moderate a panel that had nothing to do with the intersection between sex and cannabis, and it was twenty people in a bedroom.
2: It was the intersection of hallway and bedside room number four.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it not- was just a giant waste of my time. Uh, and so the moral of the story is is like don't be fooled by great graphic design. Just yeah, you know, not gonna lie.
3: Not gonna lie, that sounds like a pretty great stand up show. (laughs) Yeah, you know what you're (laughs) right,
0: Lori
1: does. They did they did love me. Like they really like I pulled that out of my ass and I got a lot of compliments that like, you know, it was a great panel, considering it had nothing to do with what was advertised at all, Lori? I yeah. told him it
2: reminded me of the story of you and Joe's like gig where you showed up to some house party for a performance or to to do a bit, and it was like some crazy house party where people were just like passed out in the yard. Oh, oh yeah, I never, yeah,
1: I never heard this story, but yeah. Evan, you told me that last week. You were oh, like, yeah. oh, it reminds me of that story, and I was like, Lori and I,
0: Lori and I both had parties where they wanted stand up, so we we swapped favors. So she I she did my party, which was horrible, where there was a woman who I decided to call on her like just do some crowd work and it turned out she had like lip- no she had no stomach yeah
3: yeah she <laughs> and, had like she, she had weight loss surgery yeah and she had no stomach and i had a joke i used to have a joke Wait, even said, when
1: you have weight loss you still, you still have, have, a, have a stomach, stomach no it? she
3: something went wrong with the surgery yeah yeah something went wrong with the surgery so, <laughs> so, uh, i guess they took also, out the wrong part also <laughs> the Lori,
0: Lori, Lori, do you remember this part the um <laughs> the guy had an abusive boyfriend and the abusive boyfriend was gone, but then he called and said he was coming home. Yes, and we all had to leave suddenly. Like, it was like yeah, because like, like,
3: remember shit. we were like in the in the pool that was was like not that one guy. Like, literally, we were sitting in the pool that was not uh, filled because mm-hmm. we wanted to like get away from people. And yeah. that one, the wife of the gu- of the woman with no stomach, followed us into the pool to let us know that he was really upset by our jokes because uh, his wife has no stomach. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that was the, so, like, it, that was the nice wait, party. He's like, he's like, I literally. Came I can't stomach this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaving. Yeah.
1: Well, what was the
2: joke? <laughs> oh, I don't even no, remember.
3: I have a joke where I say that um, I was trying to get the gastric bypass and I didn't qualify because of my age and my height. So I, they, I was like, I have to, which is true. I didn't qualify. I still barely qualify. Um, and so I, I, would, I, I would have to either wait 10 years or gain 150 pounds. And I was like, oh. well, so I said, I said, and that's the end of the joke. No. Um, so I said, <laughs> I, said my aunt, I live with my aunt who's uh, 475 pounds. She's manic depressive, has diabetes, and can't feel her right arm. Every single time I look at her, I think, you lucky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but that. So that but, but,
1: I don't understand how. I mean, you know, I don't. So it's not
3: like the best form joke, but basically, he was when he came up to us, he was like, you know, you really shouldn't yeah. say stuff like yeah. that because my wife had the surgery yeah. and she lost her stomach. Yeah. And I was like,
1: no, but believe it, was The thing is that, like, what out? is the part? What is the part? Where was he offended in the joke? Because, like, she. Oh, because she is. Is she upset that she doesn't have a stomach, or is that? Like her life. Now. I mean,
3: I don't. I don't think mm-hmm. she's. Thr- he's thrilled that she doesn't have a stomach. I don't think. No, by but the way, I, he was. Go ahead. He, he was already upset with Joe for for a while because he was heckling. He was heckling oh, the yeah, whole he time. He was heckling me. That's right. He was the one that was heckling me. Oh my god, I forgot yeah. about that. And then, and then I think Joe said something like, "Hey, you know, shut up," or you know, some, something along the lines of like, ah. "Just, just <laughs> shut up," or or something like. That's you how know. I handle hecklers. <laughs> like, but hey, you know how, like, shut up. I
1: understand. I understand <laughs> that like jokes that like jokes about the trans community are like wrong, and why. Mm-hmm. I want to get to understand why jokes against bi- gastric bypass surgery are are wrong. Like, well look
3: my opinion is anything can be funny if it's done in the right context but yeah. I think that yeah I think some people look i I've had friends who commit suicide so even the even the most the funniest suicide joke to me is just hard for me to grapple with because you have that r- emotional response so he has this emotional response plus he's a fucking know-it-all yeah so he was already like like joe was yelling at him to stop heckling him is like what well, that's you know he's one of those guys oh, like that's, that's how right. you tell if you're a good comedian yeah uh, i'm just doing my job like it was like no dude nobody asked you to come nobody's like hey uh buddy um look we're gonna have some comedians come to for my birthday party uh so if you could bring your wife with no stomach and if you could heckle <laughs> we'd really appreciate it
0: now by we the need way to test them out by the way that was the good party so then i i give the yeah, favor back was, to Lori. i look back on that with fondness yeah so then Lori goes okay now you have to do this party for me and she goes so again yet again Lori wanted to bang this chick and so now we so no, tell the no that was not it okay go ahead
3: no so my friend John he uh I used to hang out with him because he used to be a ta- he was a tattoo artist and he works near my house and we would go and hang out at, at at his tattoo parlor and we would just like talk to people at his tattoo parlor and this one girl who came in who uh was friends with John was like, Oh, I'm looking to do a birthday party. Do you know of any would you be able to do stand-up? And he was like, Well, I can't, but my friend Lori can, who you've met at the shop. And she's like, Oh yeah, I like Lori. So she called me, she got my number from John and she called me and she said, Hey, would you be able to do stand-up? And do you know anybody else who'd be able to do stand-up at this party? And I was like, uh I was like, yeah, I'll ask my friend Joe. Uh, so I asked Joe, and she was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have pizza and it's gonna be you, and then we're gonna have a band later, <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be great And so the way that, that she had fun yeah it did sound yeah, fun, way, doesn't it? yeah, and she said she said, like she made flyers, she asked me for pit email pictures so she can make flyers. She also said that like it would be us and then the band, yeah. right us mm-hmm. and then the band mm-hmm. so we did first off, we were like it and it also one of the main reasons why I did it was because it was I literally could have walked there. I mean, we didn't but I literally could have walked there from my house. So he uh, so he goes, um, so she's like, okay, great. Come over at this time. And so we get there and it's fairly early. It was like eight o'clock, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. And there were already people passed out drunk on the front lawn. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people just hanging out. Like one guy was just hanging out with a dog on the front lawn. And then we go inside and it's obvi- clear that the band has started. Okay. And there are people are like laying down. People are, you know, mosh pitting everything. And it just looks miserable. People are throwing beer bottles and stuff. And the girl goes, Oh, hey, great. Yeah. The band decided to play early. So we're just, they're going to finish up and we're going to clean up a little bit. And then you guys can get started. So I was like, No, I don't want to do this. And Joe was like, It's okay. Like, Maybe, you know, let's just do it for the story. Yeah. Let's do it for the story. And so <laughs> do it for the vine. Do it yeah. for the vine. And then and then another thing we so I go, is there a bathroom? He goes, Yeah. And I and I was like, Is it do you have cats? And she goes, Yes. Yeah. So I couldn't use the bathroom. And he's like, Well, uh, you no. know, we're in walking walking distance of your house. Again, let's just do it for the story. So then she's like, you know, help yourself to pizzas. And there was a table, like a giant table filled with boxes of pizzas. Okay. Yeah. And we go and we look through every box of pizza and the pizza's empty. And as soon as we check the last box joe's box joe goes let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> like i yeah. am done i'm not doing this i don't want to do this and it was like oh well, it was it also was...
0: like it was like 19 year old punk mexican kids and they yeah. were all high as fuck passed out you know on their you know
1: i feel like that's a great audience no yeah,
0: no, no, no 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 they were like not... it was this was like
3: not for our comedy. Yeah, we're not the kind no. of people that like We're yeah, not we, the kind of people that punk Mexican teenagers are like, "Yeah, I fucking love Lori Roggin' camp." Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do the bit, do the bit about your aunt or your, yeah. your mom.
0: Do your yeah. do your type 3 diabetes joke. Yeah. Yeah, Bi- <laughs> bisexual. Let me
3: hear it again. I love how she talks about her family. That's yeah. <laughs> so really that really represents
1: my life. <laughs> you know, like, hey, no, Lori, no. Lori, this is a safe space, right? Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Do you have any fisting jokes? Oh, uh, I got in no. trouble, Jamila.
0: I got in trouble. Don't oh. bring it up. I, got I in don't. Trouble but
1: Joe, <laughs> Joe has been
3: sending me uh, like <laughs> gloves and stuff oh. that he, he wants <laughs> to give me, and I've been sending them to my girlfriend. Oh, have uh, you really? So. Wow. Wait, wait. Let's explore that.
2: That's exciting because honestly, I, Lori, I thought I thought of you this morning. Lori, and I don't want to be too graphic, but I got fucked yesterday. And I don't know how I don't know how people get keep it clean. I really don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm just like I was was like, how do people do this?
3: Was this a new thing for you?
2: (laughs) It's 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 a newer thing. Yeah, I'm usually not the fucky. I'm the fucker.
1: Oh, oh, I am. I. I. Um, I, I, gotta you, I. gotta tell you.
2: I gotta tell you. It was fucking great. But yeah. <laughs> today, today was yeah. Today was not fucking great. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. But no, anyway. she's usually pretty sore afterwards. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. and as
0: you can tell by the way Evans' mic sounds, it's actually in his anus. Oh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come, coming to you live from my colon. <laughs> now, I have to get going pretty soon. Let, let me make my big announcement. Okay, I have a big Show. announcement. Yeah, okay. yeah, the show's pretty much done after this. We're good. <laughs> oh, <kidding>. really? <laughs> now, from Anaheim, it's the Lori Show. For, I, we didn't do that earlier. Sorry. Uh, anyway, here's the announcement. Guys, I was so impressed with the now everyone listening now i'm not impressed with this show this you know what this is the podcast equivalent of the party Lori and i went to but <laughs> oh
1: which, which one No, i, Both. I, this, didn't want to tell I you. feel like this party was the first one not the one that you went to yeah jamila has no stomach by yeah. the way this is I, I like though, i like how jamila
0: had her friend matthew come over he hasn't even spoken well, I know I was. Uh, I'm gonna get to it. because number. I'm
4: laughing the entire time. Oh, okay. like, J- Matthew, like Matt, you need to come back on a
0: more normal
4: day. But here's the big announcement. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm very amused, Lori. Yeah. I think you're the funniest fucking person. Right? on this
1: Oh, day. that's very sweet. You're fucking
4: you. hilarious. Thank She's you. so funny.
1: This is her theme music. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. We gotta write.
3: We gotta write lyrics. If anybody could write lyrics for this song, okay. no, Joe.
1: Joe has racist theme music for everybody. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> my Guess what? Mine is. Joe, play my. Oh, that's a good one, though. You're so so fucking close. Joe, play my theme music. Okay.
2: Then then follow. Then follow with mine, and then give us your announcement. Okay.
0: Um. All right. Hold on. Oh God. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) But you know what? It it almost sounds if like. Jamila's on the mic, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: going yeah. to bedroom
1: yeah.
2: in bedford
1: style, and There's New like York City. a story going on Sierra and Future, and they're like, well, "Jamila, you're black."
2: <laughs> yeah, and then, and then and then when my white ass speaks, Joe will start to play this music. So, guys, today I was thinking about it, and like, I just like, you know what? Maybe like black people should go see Moonlight.
1: I'm actually a pig. I'm a pig. Man.
2: in a boy's body. <laughs>
1: No, now where's the oh, it's like keep going, keep going. Keep going. I
2: mean, but then I was like, Joe's gonna let me just leave me out to dry like this. Um, but then I was like, you know what, like maybe that bus driver did have a good point. Her wig was kind of tired. I don't know, Joe. Joe <laughs> no, you're doing your you The, the show is great because Joe's not here to bully me. No, I'm playing <laughs> the theme right now.
1: it's not loud, oh, I can't God. hear it. It's, it's not,
3: loud. not loud, it's a literal white noise.
1: There we go. Here we go.
3: So that oh, I, Brett Baxley brought up a good point. He said, yeah. this episode is more like the apartment panel discussion. <laughs> yeah,
1: <it's
2: true. laughs> that is true. In fact, Jamila owes me $80. I
1: am having way more fun. I'm having way more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, way more fun. So, wait,
2: Joe, so, Joe, you were really impressed with the River Mill. Back, back to that. So, what's your announcement? <laughs> I'm taking it back over. No, that's not it. That's not it.
1: What? No,
0: no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Um, I was so impressed with it. If we can keep it up. I'm going to bring the rumor mill back to the main feed. Oh, it was so that good? I like yeah! it. So,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, it'll, so, the thank rumor mill will run on Tuesdays on the main feed, and on Thursdays, you'll get Drag Race. Oh, Fridays, you'll get Drag Race UK. Oh, so oh, it'll still be Wednesdays. It'll be Wednesdays on the main feed, and then uh, Fridays, they get Drag will Race you, UK. Will
2: you plan to release the episodes we've already recorded?
0: No. Why would they want to hear old news? Because, no, I don't know. It's interesting.
1: I wasn't going to. Yeah, no, sometimes I'll listen to old episodes of like topical shows because it's like, I remember when that happened, but I'm getting these people's opinions. By the way, Jamila
0: listens to zero of our shows.
1: I do. I listen to zero. Jamila's
2: like, where can I I listen to this? And we're like, on the feed where the people watch the shows? (laughs) um, Okay, well, Joe. Oh, is that all you have for us? Or you, yeah, you, I got to go.
0: Matthew, please, please, please. I'm telling you, yeah, Matthew, Matthew, I promise. I'm going to send Matthew some of the episodes. They're actually much yeah. more organized. Oh, yeah. well,
1: he, second, he second, had a great time. This was like the I'm best. Having a
2: great time. I think it
1: was the, awesome. The show's I, not
4: over Yeah, I, I don't want to let you all
2: down. Yeah, no, well, well, all so so the, second, the second Joe leaves, I'm gonna turn it into like Barbara Walters. So it's Oh, funny. I'm ready, honey. I'm ready. <laughs> like a Barbara tell, tell like us about and the and drugs.
0: It. But wait, but Evan, Evan, <laughs> Evan, why am I wrong that Evan's over modulating? Am I on the only one here? Yeah,
1: something's going on with the with the mic. But he sounded like Darth Vader last week and I got accustomed to it. Oh,
3: okay. Does all right. So it's just an ongoing thing. Better not is the mic still in your anus or is it like it's out. Okay. No, it's in his urethra now. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know how bodies work. Is the anus lead to the urethra?
1: I <laughs> you know what will get there. Is
3: there a connection <laughs> that can be made? I will get there.
1: I don't know okay. anything about science. You know no, what's so funny? I,
3: I was thinking
0: today about how I want to start a house of drag that's like just like weird diseases. So I was going to have like you know like sciatica was going to be a drag queen. <laughs> Bell's palsy. Oh, yeah,
2: Please welcome
1: mesothelioma yes. yeah exactly but yeah
0: yeah mesothelioma is a good one bell's palsy the and then i want
1: to cool. be house oh. of truvada
0: oh truvada is yeah. a good well, one I'm house of in Truv- i'm in that house, house oh. of truvada.
1: Yeah. Yes. prep <laughs> Prep.
0: <laughs> all right guys i'm gonna bail i gotta go um but i will evan you're doing a bang up job jamila keep it real Lori, Lori, how many times when jamila was telling that story about the apartment how many fingers did you have inside of you
3: I had zero fingers because I have a very dainty vagina. Well, you did. We all know. You did turn the video off, though, when she started speaking. Yeah. Well, yeah, I took my pants off. I mean, I'm not an animal, I'm not not a eunuch. Uh, No. Ain't no Varus here.
1: No, I uh, i legit I'm so every, glad I can do that for you, Lori. Like, every step of, way, every, every step, step of the no, way. Every
3: step of the way. But every step of the way I thought, oh God, are we gonna are we hearing a sexual assault story? Like so then, <laughs> then I opened the apartment door and that's when I learned the meaning <laughs> of me too. Uh, do you have a pass like, with Jamila um,
0: with your girlfriend, Lori? Like if Jamila's a, a pass. Like like you know, like, like everyone has a pass. Like, oh, if you uh, like Evan has a pass with like, you know, Tom Holland, you know. Um, oh my god, how'd
3: yes. you know? What?
0: Exactly. Um like so yes. do, do, Oh, you for for Jamila, you have a pass?
3: No, not for Jamila. No, I have no. a sorry, Jamila. I, I have a pass. Can I guess some can I guess? Yes.
2: Charlize <laughs> Theron and Jennifer Lopez.
3: Yes. Yes! Yeah!
1: <laughs> Yes.
3: All right. I'm out, guys. Have fun. Goodbye. Hey. Okay. By the way, have you guys seen JLo's Versace walk? It's, it's a Yeah. Nice. Oh my God. That I stuck a finger up there. That uh, was, yeah. I that mean, was so did I.
1: <laughs> it I, uh, I, I I shed a tear. It, I really geez, did. So oh my god.
2: And someone was it was it I mean, you uh Lori that was saying there was someone who like had a comment about her cellulite, they should be like af- ashamed of themselves. She who was cellulite Someone, someone, oh, I
3: didn't. See somebody, anything. I forgot who mentioned that, but somebody did say something about cellulite, and I was like, "What? Who
2: you the can, hell cares? You can go to hell. Yeah. I mean, oh, maybe it was Joe. Maybe it was Joe's mom.
3: But you know, like, oh yeah, Joe's mom—that fucking whore. Joe's yeah. yeah. mom.
1: <laughs> Joe's mom said something about JLo cellulite.
3: Yeah, said that she should be. She shouldn't, because I think I don't think she was wearing like uh stockings. And she was, she didn't, she, so she's like, you can see her cellulite. I don't
1: now. know if Joe can hear us still, but Joe, if you can send a picture of your mom's thighs to the show. For everyone to see, we just want to, yes. like, you yeah. know, pa- compare them. But she yeah. was. I mean, I mean wears... just not even to, like, make fun of his mom's thighs, no. but just to see, like, what her problem is with J-Lo's thighs in comparison. Yeah. Well, she's probably one of those it's only
3: uh, uh, that certain women of a certain age. I don't know, Jamila, if you dealt with this, but I know, like, my my i would say my mom and my grandma were always really big on like women don't go outside with bare legs like if you're wearing a dress you put on some stockings
1: like i mean it was like that for for church like and no actually for church you could wear bare legs but it was like you had to wear a slip like, even yeah. if you had a dress oh, with yeah. lining, it was like, yeah. why don't you have a slip on? And it's yeah. like, because I don't, I'm not, this isn't 1950. Like, yeah, you're like,
4: the, like freaky pastor,
1: yeah, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, okay,
2: okay. So, um, punch if those of you who are still listening have, and have decided to stick around, thank you so much. Um, yeah, have, this, this show has kind of become a, a nightmare, but I do want to um, talk I'm no, not- thing, Evan, no, no,
1: a little bit about it. No, 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 it's only a nightmare if you're afraid. Of just winging it, you know, just going with the flow, letting the universe be your guide. You smoked some weed today. And you freed yourself.
2: Yeah, well, and I, So I also, I, also, I feel like yesterday like I bottom, so like I'm feeling very submissive these yes! days. So I so yes! I decided so I kinda decided to let you guys just kinda take over. Yes! So I, I'm gonna be, kinda be a little pass-around party bottom and pass myself back to the top for a second. Okay. You're gonna be, a
3: power, bottom. be a, pow- a power
2: bottom. Oh god, I don't know if I have the infrastructure for that, but we'll do it. We'll try. But I do want to talk because I do want to – we have a lovely guest, Matthew, who is a good friend of yours, Jamila. And we heard before the show started that Matthew was actually at DragCon. Yeah. So, Matthew, I want to hear a little bit about your experience. Kind of tell us – you mentioned some of your favorite queens, but kind of give our listeners an idea of kind of your relationship with Drag Race – any of your favorite queens, or some things that you thought of the takeaway was like a really great experience that you had, or bad experience? I'd love to hear some. Yeah, shit well.
4: um, I love DragCon. This was my second time going to DragCon NYC, um, and I don't know. My relationship with Drag Race, I've, I got into it because of my roommate, my like straight female roommate is super into drag drag race and she's seen every single episode. She's basically a gay man. Like <laughs> her Instagram and Facebook ads are for like Mr. B and B and Truvada. It's very weird. So like she got me into it. So I started watching it probably like a few years ago, whatever. I'm all caught up now. And I saw like the last season, like wasn't the best, but it was cute. You know, Jame- there's was- Jamila and I agree. <laughs> right. It wasn't. But I, you know, I'm here for the culture. I'm like, I'm gonna support my people, you know, whatever. So Dragon was fun because I was I like okay, so I like credentialed myself. My roommate and I, we both work at like competing media networks and we credentialed ourselves to go because like we didn't want to pay especially because we didn't love the last season but we like wanted to go and be a part of like fanfare and like look at the boys even though none of the boys want to fuck her but like you get it so (laughs) we credentialed ourselves to go and like the media rep like kept hounding me like okay like when are you gonna get here because i had to send her this pitch of all the shit we were gonna do and knowing good and well i was only gonna go with my cell phone and like maybe take three photos and just, like, hang out. And I finally got there, and she, like, escorted me around, introduced me to all these queens, that she wouldn't leave me alone. So I was like, okay, I guess I, like, actually have to work since I'm just oh. so free. I know. But it was really cool because I got to, like, see Rue. She, like, Rue DJed. Um, really? Was, like, yeah, like, for, like, an hour and a half. These, like, really dope, like – it was like a lot of Dua Lipa and a lot of Madonna, but I was here for it. I was here for it. <laughs> and then a lot, a lot of like gospel music. It was, it what? was very yeah, like, like you know, Mary, Mary, sha- yeah. take the shackles I off my feet so I can dance. dance. Yes. Why? There was a lot of like gay think... raising and praising going on. I didn't yeah, who even knew who
3: Mary yeah. Mary was? Well gospel think- music is making like a big surge. I feel like it yeah. is,
1: but I feel like Rue is kind of like a shutout to like. Yeah, black yeah.
4: shit. The black shit straight up. I look, I have a lot. No, of- no,
1: no, I'm I just, here. I'm but happily surprised that she knows who Mary Mary is. like
4: Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child or whatever, you know, that song, When Jesus Say Yes, Nobody oh, Can't no, Say the Honey, the first time I heard that song was in a gay club in Hell's Kitchen. So I was like, what is this? They're singing <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And I'm like grinding on somebody's dick. This, a lot's <laughs> happening here. So I was into it and Jack Hunt was dope like i talked to i talked to vanessa vanji Matteo. i um and my hey, interview with her hey, wait, was news. hey listen hey. she was so <laughs> fucking ratchet like I, there was not one quote could be used i was like honey like i can't like this is like a disney company
1: I, I, I miss uh joe and his vanji sound effects
2: Oh yeah, no, he's got some oh, good really? got some
1: really good ones. Cause he does wait. the one where she was like supposed to be uh catch me outside, girl. Yes, catch me outside. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to get this chick. <laughs> so uh, that
4: girl is uh, highly
3: problematic. I, so, I love the ones where she just starts talking to herself. Like, why did I make myself a stripper again? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you go why would you go whore again, girl? Why'd you go whore again? Grr.
2: Wait, wait, so Grr. No, so as yeah. you may not know, that Lori and Joe actually recap the show Dragula on this but network. Were there any Dragula girls there? Do you, would you know?
3: Dude. Would you
2: know like the Boulay brothers, or would you recognize any of them? Maybe I didn't see any of them there. Mm-mm. Yeah, I feel like they no. had to have been there. Lori, how are you enjoying the season of Dragula, By the way,
3: I really like it. It's should, really good.
2: You should have a show about it.
3: I know. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe and I have just been wine. calling oh, each other tragic. Tragic. and going and just talking, and so we're like, you know what? One day. One day. Um, no, I, I really, I mean, I feel like this show, it's I mean, obviously, you know, I, f- I find even, I've been watching old episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race, and even with RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm like, oh yeah, even though the sh- there's certain things I'm like, oh, that's great. I still can be like, well, that was kind of dumb. So yeah. I feel that way about this, ep- this season. But yeah, this season's amazing. Like I, w- I would even say that like, I would say pro- not, m- maybe not anytime soon, but maybe in like two, three years, I would say Dragula could be, uh, could rival RuPaul? jack wow. Race, yeah. Because it's just because people it's just, are
1: going to want an alternative.
3: Yeah, and also it's just like you get you get a different thing, you know. Like you get like it's not like the just the looks or or the comedy. It's like it's it's all of that, but then also you know like horror and costumes and people are like, like, yeah.
1: I would like a show that is just like because I love high fashion. And I would love a show of, like, just the Naomi Smalls and yeah. the Aquarias, and, like, judged by a mix of, like, models and industry people, like, high fashion industry people, and then, like, you know, I don't know. I'm You, trying call to it, you
2: could call it bottom model.
1: Yeah, America's <laughs> bottom, bottom model.
3: I, I like that, but I would say, like, I, I would Bob feel bottom. like – it would be one of those things where like um like if uh how am I gonna say this? Like improv. Improv is really hard to put on screen because or on TV because uh the it doesn't translate well to a TV audience. It's more of a live so, performance.
1: Right. So it's like one of those things where it wouldn't like I mean, the greatest thing about drag race is the personalities. Yeah. Like, you know, the personality. So like on a show like that, you might not have personality, but you have both like just just I just wanna be. I just want to gag. I, I could really see just that. Gag.
3: I would actually. I could see that for like. I don't necessarily know if like a TV show would be good, but I could see that as like a, as like a Victoria's Secret kind of thing, where it's like like a one time thing. Yeah, they yeah, have a one time thing. They show. bring out the. Yeah. They bring all these queens out. They do all these crazy
1: looks. Like and then, a pat. Maybe like a pat. Maybe they should just be like one drag beauty pageant. Like back oh, in the day, I like would they like used that. To do. And yeah. it's just one pageant and there's different ones from different states. Oh my God, look at me. No, look at no, me go. I'm, no, I'm
2: saying I think they should honestly just televise Miss Continental. Have you guys heard of this this pageant? No. So Cont- oh,
1: I'm, here I am, a straight woman acting like I'm inventing something. No, what no. is this Continental? Well,
2: well, I mean, as the as the white person here, don't worry. I, that's <laughs>
1: uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um,
2: So Continental is the is the pageant that has been around for years and years and years and years. That famous queens like Roxy Andrews has won. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that Brooklyn Heights was Miss Continental, and it's yeah, like yeah, she was it's, yeah. It, it, it's the
3: regional. I show. Her.
2: Yeah. Oh, really? How was she
3: at DragCon this uh, year? She-
4: I did. Okay. Y'all wait. So Brooklyn was like, like such a fucking fierce bitch during this, the season. Right. But it was like, she like had the flu when she talked to me. And my first question to her was, so am I going to get the flu? Like, what the fuck? And she's like, well, not unless I lick your face. And I was like, well, you could do that for the story, but like, I don't want the flu. And it just like wasn't the best. Like I tried, I cracked jokes. It just like, uh, mm, did you
2: yeah. guys, have you guys heard? Here's the rumor mill here's a rumor um <laughs> have you guys heard that brooklyn ice is actually a featured judge on drag race canada
1: yeah know, really? i read i mean i read that when i w- the the first thing i read said that she was a featured judge
2: which in theory would be the first time that a drag queen has been a fixture judge on the show am i correct
1: well i think, yeah. do you think charlie hides is insulted that she's not a fixture judge on drag race uk I think she is, but I also think
2: it's kind of a joke that I don't think she was ever going to be in the running. Because I feel like she, to be a judge on Drag Race, you have to have some credentials like within the context of drag. Drag Race, right. at least. And Charlie Hyde is like, known as having, as having one of the worst lip syncs of all time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, right, on the show. But I didn't know, like, that's the one thing I didn't know, was that outside of the show... Oh, she's a legend outside of the show. I, right! Yeah, no, she's a... So I thought that would hold enough weight. Like I didn't know if she was like a legendary London drag queen. Yeah. and she didn't do well on the show, which happens. You no, know that happens.
2: She definitely was, and I think the issue with her being cast on it was probably that people there would have been the casual viewer being like, "What does this bitch know? She can't, you know, she can't do anything." And it's like actually, like yeah. this this person is very accomplished and very well known. But just because she doesn't dance to your little TV show doesn't mean she's not a successful queen. Right. But anyway, um. All right. Well, I'm glad that you had a good time at DragCon. Um, I do want to talk also a little bit. There isn't a whole lot of rumors to talk about right now, but I do want to talk a little bit of drama. Um, I was asked to talk about this episode of the show Race Chaser, which is a podcast hosted by Willem and Alaska 5000. Do any of you guys listen to the show?
3: absolutely no. not okay is it those are uh contestants on dragula or on uh, drag race i mean
1: yes willem and alaska
2: yeah alaska is the winner of all Star season two and willem was don't
3: tell to me david oh uh, willem was the name of our cat
2: oh willem yeah. i'm yeah. not
3: supposed to is any of them related to and season seven
2: of drag race no Okay, never mind. Nope. No,
1: what season was Willem on? Because I I literally sa- started watching Drag Race as season five. So season,
2: I, Willem was season four. Yeah, and, I missed him. And Willem is famous for being the first queen to ever be disqualified. So Willem Oh
1: uh, what did he go home for?
2: Uh Willem was uh, we actually to this day don't know, but allegedly the rumor is that he was either sneaking drugs and sex into his hotel room or he was like he was um getting conjugal. Know. Con- conjugal visits from his like husband because he like is that all like
3: enhancing drugs? Yeah. He was sneaking sex. Wait, oh, you can't while
2: oh, oh. you're a contestant. That's ridiculous. No, yeah. so Weren- okay.
3: weren't fancy and Brooklyn Heights dating? Weren- they were
2: fucking. They were dates. They were dating, but they weren't allowed to have sex because when you God, when Christ. when when you when you leave these shows, uh, they they put they put them on hard ice where they have they have like an assigned PA to each queen and they sit outside the room and like they tape the the door shut. Like they have no Wi Fi. They have no like TV. That's how
1: I went. Okay, so the side note when. I I was 16 years old. I went on an orchestra trip to Hawaii ah! and that's what that was like. They taped, I they didn't want anybody fucking on no this. Fucking yeah. Team. I um, went to,
3: uh, uh, one in, uh, london i went to an orchestra trip in london and that was it was basically like that but then they i was with this other girl named Mahetzi and they did not they like took the the chaperones from our across from our room and moved them over to another room because they're like they're not gonna do anything they're nobody's we're not worried about this so Mahetzi was like really upset because she's like she was like i'm fuckable I could do that.
1: Like, <laughs> I could do that. And, like, and I would fuck her.
3: Yeah, and I, I was like...
1: Yeah. Blind spot.
3: Yeah, and I, I, buck I, buck. And I was welcome just like, I'm Fist.
2: tired. Yeah, welcome to Fist City. <laughs> um oh, Well, so Drag Race UK, what was I, what was I asking about? Oh, the uh,
3: Willem... Uh, oh, oh, it, oh yeah drama.
2: yeah 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 no this podcast is hosted by these two queens that are they're veterans of the show and recently they've had a, a few episodes with delta work and delta work is a drag queen who was a contestant on season three that did moderately well but has since gone on to win an emmy as doing rupaul's hair and wigs so this person delta was recently let go of the show um he was not asked to join for drag race uk and for the seasons uh 12 and all stars five so this person goes on and essentially just kind of rips into world of wonder, tells stories about RuPaul that are very, very like revealing kind of talks about the whole process of how world of wonder is just kind of this terrible company to work for and that they did not have their best interest in mind. And in doing so, it's kind of released a lot of shed a lot of light to um, what it's like to work on a show like drag race that essentially is not so great. And so I was wondering if you guys have any thoughts on Joe Batance being the worst person to work for on afterthought media. And no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> um but yeah if you guys have heard anything or you, i would really encourage you guys to listen to this i'll send you guys the episodes but they're very very interesting but i made me wonder have you guys heard or like what are your, any stories you've had of like if you heard anything about a tv show that you're obsessed with like i think of tyra banks is how i know how terrible she kind of was allegedly on set of top model um well, and-
1: i never heard anything about tyra banks on top model but i just remember certain episodes you know like even sex in the city, which at one point was my favorite show with time, you know, it just ages kind of badly and, um, especially socially. And that's how America's next top model was with me. Like they were so critical of these women. They were so <laughs> mean to these women sometimes for just standing their ground. And like, I remember Takara Takara was the first big woman i ever seen in my life. Oh,
2: love Takara. Yeah, but she
1: was the first big woman I've ever seen in my life that was, like, like okay with herself. Like, she was, like... I love how I'm shaped and I'm, you know, and people on the show tried to give her shit for it and was like, well, there's only a certain limit to to like where you can go as a plus, you know, like really trying to put limitations on her. And I've seen them try to put limitations on other women. And at the time when I was watching it, I was just like, kind of like, oh, well, this is just the way the world, the fashion world is. But because we have Fenty, because we have other people who are like breaking down all these walls, it's like it used to be that way intentionally. It doesn't have to be that way, and right. yeah. so yeah, there is so many shows where I'm where they come back, and I look at them with the, like a weird eye of just like I uh, I don't I don't know. And World of Wonder might be that you know yeah. <laughs> it might be something that we look back in ten years and like although it's super progressive. Well, I wouldn't even say super progressive. Yeah, actually, no, I I wouldn't say super progressive, but it's making people, uh, it's forcing people's hands, kind of like you know, like I I I give Rue the fact that she's winning all of these awards, but. I give her that, but at the same time, that's still me looking at to a panel of people and being like, thank you for giving her this award when she should have been at it. You know, like this show is excellence and you and so many times we see people turning a blind eye towards excellence. And it's like, well, damn, like when it when it finally bends in our favor it's it's. I I can't help but feel kind of like not appreciative.
2: Yeah. One of the, one of the, one of the quotes from that episode was there. Someone told Delta work who again has an Emmy as a, as a makeup or a hair artist. They said, just don't you ever forget that there's only one queen that has an Emmy and it's RuPaul. And essentially saying that, like, within the confines of World of Wonder, like, mm-hmm. no one is going to succeed but RuPaul. So I just thought it was interesting. And if you guys had any sh- an That's
1: such a fucked up thing, because she, yeah, no, I mean, I, I would, I had no knowledge of that, but I remember, I know that there was a definite demarcation between when I looked at RuPaul at one point. on the show and been like oh okay and then saw her and been like damn she looks really good and i was told that delta work did her makeup did her you know like so i was like oh okay so i am you know i appreciate what she's done and she's contributed a lot yeah
3: Uh, i agree what's your guys like because jamieeline and uh, matt you said that you guys have worked at uh stations before for companies because i've always heard that like just essentially tv uh, networks in general are just uh hard to work for
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean we kind of have bonded over our trauma yeah <laughs> and well,
4: i, I had more trauma where we used to work i don't have yeah so much trauma where i'm
1: now yeah no oh, it's yeah. really nice when um because even now like is working for a corporation my ideal situation? No. But I feel like I'm being compensated and appreciated at a level that I'm comfortable with. There were certain times where I felt like I was disrespected. Oh, totally. Hard There's this
4: whole, like, thing about, like, paying your dues and, like... And the whole concept, I think, is a little fucked up. It's like when the network TV broadcasting is like, they have this Ivy League mentality. It's like, oh, you should feel honored to work for us. And then, but when you start to realize that, oh, I'm actually a pretty fucking good producer and you need me, you start to realize like, oh, wait a minute, bitch, you should be honored to have me here because I'm that bitch. Like, that's where I'm at right now in my life. And I think that like, a lot of these shows kind of suffer from that. I think RuPaul kinda suffers from that in a little bit. Well,
1: here's the other thing is that like I know that can sound cocky to some people, especially when they think that we shouldn't feel this way about ourselves. But oh, we should, oh, we should. No, we, no, we absolutely should, but everyone should. But you hit this point where you've you're you're doing good work and yeah. it's showing for itself and yeah you want the recognition and they give it to something that's like completely like just mediocre because of favoritism and they can't show favoritism to you because they've never been in a position where they've had to be around people like you. And so I really fucking saw it. It's that I think that's why, I, I mean, I think that's why Beyonce is so amazing because like Beyonce really lost an Emmy, for her work for Beachella to a GoPro dash cam show. (laughs) If you think about all the shit she put into that fucking show, the choreography, the costumes, the like, she came from being a mother to like, all right, let me work for eight months because this is going to like put a stamp on culture. And I want to make sure that it's good. And so like, so it really, I feel like now that I'm at a certain age, I've kind of passed the point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to look for recognition because I'm not going to get it, but let yeah. me get everything that I can out of this. Let me get experience. Let me get money. Let me get the, like everything I can out of this. And so that I can go on to do something that will not only better, like, you know, I want to elevate the culture, but I have to do something that's against really. Take, care, your,
2: take, take care of yourself first, like yeah, work, yeah. Like, I like, mean, have I, your L'Oreal moment. You're worth it too. Uh,
1: <sighs> yeah. Yes. I yeah. Lori, have you seen that that
2: Baezella idiot movie? Because I have not seen it, and I, feel like oh, not, well. no.
3: I, I
1: don't know. Uh, I was- no, but Evan, yes. One, you, I. How dare you? And yeah. then two, you're high. You, as soon as we're done. As done. soon as we're done, you have to go to Netflix. You have to watch this goddamn
4: That shit is so fire. I was It's
1: the first the first 10 seconds of it will blow your fucking mind. Like it's so good. And that's why it's so upsetting. Yeah, it's and it's so just good. it's just it was it was the prime example of being excellent and people being like, meh.
2: <laughs> can I it's, it's, can I, can I ask you guys? Yeah. Like, I use the term black excellence, like very like not casually, but like when I'm like that is like is, she, is, is, that, is that term okay? Black excellence, black excellence. Was,
3: I I've never heard, that never term, heard of so it. Yeah, oh.
2: like
1: unpack that black excellence. <laughs> black, <laughs> black, black excellence. I mean,
2: because because in my mind that's what that's what she is. Like so anything she does is black excellence, right? Well,
1: no, and like any like seriously, <sighs> and it's like I, you know what it is It's like. I, I'm skeptical of everything. I'm skeptical of everything. So when Beyonce, I mean, like, I love Destiny's Child and I loved solo Beyonce, but I wasn't, I would never call myself a stan. Like, she's she's good. Yeah. But then I saw her do Glastonbury, and, and you can find us on YouTube, oh, the whole God, thing. That so the oh, whole, that was great. The whole thing, Beyonce did Glastonbury 2011, and... It was like she was a fucking superhero. Like she danced and sang her ass off for two hours straight. And it was such a simple. Because a lot of times people like, oh, she has this like crazy live show and all these videos as a distraction from her talent. No, this show was simple as fuck. And it was so good. And then I found out like years later that she was three months pregnant with her first daughter. And like that's the worst three, like three months. That's when you get all the morning sickness and shit. But she was mm. just like. I got to do this. I'm I want to do this. this. I got to, yeah. And it's yeah. so good. And yeah. That's when I just was like, oh wow, like she makes me feel powerful as a woman. Like I just, I just, I don't know. Uh,
2: I'll, 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 I'll watch it and get back to you guys for sure. Yes,
1: yes, uh, yes. To it by, by next Monday.
2: I promise. I promise we will uh Lori. so part of your your uh, participation here today is first of all we're so happy to have you but Thank we you. want to um we want to turn it over to you to the Lori show in the chat room and not just so i can go pee but i also want to hear what people are saying and i want to give you a chance to talk
1: finally how long a,
3: are you gonna go on about beyonce as a white woman i demand to be to be heard <laughs> Uh, all right. I'm gonna say hello to Ricardo Garcia, five geeky, gay, astute girl, uh, humble pie, Brett Baxley, so Sopholian, Evan Ayers, oh, that's you, hide your man, PB and J time, calm and cool, SDC bookworm, April Pak, the Farm Report, Luke Stamen, that asshole, Bottomless Mimosas, and ten other people elsewhere. I'm Bottomless Mimosa. Oh, you're bottomless mimosa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I spelled bottomless um, wrong. Oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Uh, Luke Stammen wrote that he thinks that uh, social justice warriors would shoot down any kind of look queens thing. Do you think? I, I don't know if. I don't. I think. I think social justice warriors in the concept that people call them would would be upset in general about drag anyway so it's like what what do they care if they're upset by a look look show so
1: I mean the look show is more like I think at this point just like going by ballrooms and stuff like that it's really not like based on your height or your weight or your it's just your ability to sew and paint. You're, you know, yeah. like just, it's all about, it's not about personality. It's not about, you know, um, uh, I can't, I can't think, oh, Bianca Del Rio or like being funny. It's really just about looks and, yeah. and, and like, that's why personality. I'm not really, I have, I didn't fall in love with, um, oh man, what's her name? I'm so bad at names. I'm terrible e. at things. Not Evie Oddly. She's the really skinny queen. That's oh, like pin-up. Uh, pin
3: oh, pin oh, Pheromone? No. no. Violet, Violet-, Violet
2: Tchotchke.
1: Violet Tchotchke, yes.
3: Violet Tchotchke. Oh, don't say anything about uh, what happened in that season. Just FYI. I, I, I'm watching it right now, and I can't I can't hear any spoilers. Yeah, no. Oh,
1: the Violet Tchotchke season? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But she just stopped my heart every look. Like, I am such a fan. But it's really just purely on what she did was able to bring to the runway. It, it, it you know, and so like you have that level of talent, I feel like I want to just see all of that. It's kind of like the best of Project Runway, but in yeah. drag form. Yeah. You
3: know? I agree. I think there's a there's a component to it. I I uh I really like that show Ink Master, which I've brought up before. And one of the reasons why I like it is cuz I love tattoos and I like seeing tattoos in all shapes and sizes. So it's always fun. But it's it's like I like the beginning part cuz you get the terrible people and then I like the end part where you get the there's just amazing tattoos that these people yeah. are able to do. <laughs> and so there's a couple of shows of spin-off shows that that, that have been going on where it's just people like showcasing their tattoos and I actually really like that cuz it's like the competition's great but also sometimes you just want to see people do what the they're talent. best at. Yeah. Well, Laura, Laura did it.
1: Oh. look queen though that I was I would say that would be hard is that like some queens make like they they design their outfits and some queens just really just buy them. Yeah, they do. You know yeah. so, like, how would you monitor that? Yeah. That I don't know. But Well, you well, could
3: have them make it though, too, or it could be like it could be judged in different categories. It could be like paint, you know, uh, actual like the the theme of the. You would have to probably have themes and how it worked to the theme and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, but then that. I mean, I feel like then that's just drag race without the acting challenges. <laughs> that's true.
3: We're, that's true. I, I agree with you. I think it should be a pageant. Sorry, i Yeah, let's
2: ask Lori. Do they show people getting tattoos on this on this Ink Master?
3: yes oh it's amazing it is so great it,
1: laurie since you like tattoo shows have you seen that show that's on mtv where like they yes tattoos yes i
3: saw uh it's just tattoo of us and then the i feel like the i forgot what the american one is but there's it was a british show and then it was and then it came to america and it is Bonker. Crazy!
1: it is crazy this woman was like friends with this other girl and she was like I'll let you give me a blind tattoo but then I guess she fucked the other girl over and so she like they unveiled her tattoo and it was a vagina on her calf and it had garbage coming out of it <laughs> <laughs> and she was like why did you do this and the woman was like cause you slept with my man and blah blah blah, blah. and like it was it was a mess it was yeah
3: like, it was really. There was this one. Uh, in the British version, there was this one. I forgot the reasoning for it, but this girl got essentially the outcome was this girl got a full like, uh, a tramp stamp, like a big one of a woman having uh, bending over, having massive diarrhea, a naked uh, woman bending over, having massive diarrhea. Oh it was crazy. How
1: do you even get that covered up?
3: I I don't know. I mean, I honestly, it's it's
1: insane. I don't it's, think it's real. Do you? Do you guys have any tattoos? I have a yes, lot. Yeah, I have none.
2: I, I have. I have. How? What's our count? I have twelve.
1: Almost jealous I of you. 12. Oh, you have twelve.
2: Uh, I have twelve tattoos. Yes, I, don't, I have three. I don't know how many? <laughs> I
1: have. I have one, two, three,
2: four. Lori, what's your fascination with com- tattoos come from? Five. Okay, that's good. Yeah, well,
3: fine. when I was a kid, I always like to draw on myself and then uh i just like the way i like it's like art it's very artistic but it's also like it's got a lot more to do with um uh, different elements of art you know it's like you you have to be able to draw obviously but there are a lot of tattoo artists that can't draw which is crazy and so you just like some tattoo artists are just great copiers Uh, And so I feel like it's I don't know. I just like uh, I like also like the permanency. I like the way it looks on skin. I think tattoos, certain tattoos on skin look really cool. And uh, it just always made me and also my my dad hated it when I was a kid. So that really made me like it. (laughs) Uh, And uh, it just it's just a, a fun. I feel like it's a fun way to express yourself. So,
2: yeah, I, I would agree. And Matthew, you
4: said you don't have any. Would you ever get one? None. Okay. So, here's my, okay. okay excuse my like ignorance because I don't have any. Like, my sister has a bunch. I have none. So, like, I like my weights, like fluctuated forever, like since I was a little kid. Right now, I'm like snatched as fuck, like hot girl summer 2020. Like, here I come. But yeah, like, you
2: were just talking about, I heard you ever saying something about your trainer
4: and this cookie. It was like, bitch, you're snatched. Oh, yeah, I'm snatched right now. Get at me, boys. I'm single. Okay.
1: <laughs> I really was like, where did you put my friend? I know.
4: She saw me this weekend. She's like, where are you? I'm like, bitch, I don't know, but this is the new me. So get used to it. So I have like, I always thought, like, okay, so like, I don't want to get a tattoo because it's so permanent. And I have these commitment issues but it's like if like if i get a tattoo on my arm and then all of a sudden like i gain like 50 pounds my arm gets bigger will the tattoo of the heart like expand and break or like if i lose 50 pounds will the tattoo like shrivel up like i don't
1: know i feel like you have to get some i feel like start with something you love and start yeah. with something that like is small it, like, on
4: my neck, on my
3: wrist. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, I was, like, no,
1: no. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, uh, yeah. Put it, but put it on something, my foot. something, something. Yeah, that put you it want, on your ankle. Yeah, something that you love and start small because it's like really, like I have a a, a really makeshift tattoo. Actually, it's not. Where is it? It's a jar of jam, Ooh. and it's really small, and it's like a jailhouse tattoo, and yeah. it fades with time. Yeah, you did that but I still love it. Like, no, I didn't do it myself. It like, I got it done at a barbecue.
2: Jamila. Well, the,
1: oh, yeah. Well, the first three letters of my name, Jamila, is Jam, yeah. and a lot of my friends call me Jam.
3: Cute. Well, there's there's a couple answers to your to your uh, thing. Oh, first off, crazy. your tattoo is going to shift and and deteriorate anyways. Um, a lot of, I mean. Uh, tattoos are permanent in in, in in for the most part but they a lot of tattoos actually people don't realize they do disappear depending on where you get them like for example a lot of tattoo artists won't tattoo knuckles or hands because basically or feet because they those will um eventually disappear due to because we use our feet and our hands so much and um it's all, like, so. yeah and then also um so that, that's a number one thing. That's, that's the thing. So, um, you know, I, I could understand your fear. I, I personally, you know, I'm an overweight person. So for a while I didn't do it. And then I was just like, you know what, I, it, it, if you want tattoos, I would say go for it. Cause it's like, you know, you got nothing. It's gonna, it's gonna deteriorate and move anyways. Cause as you get older, your skin starts to sag. That's the main thing is your skin sagging and getting older and getting right. less flexible. Um, but if you don't really want tattoos, then yeah, just wait till you. There's an idea that pops into your head that you you want. Uh, the second thing is is that you don't. I'm actually gain-
1: excited to see like my Radiohead bear that I have on my ribcage. I'm excited to see it start to sag. Like when I, and I'm like, Oh, look at that. I remember back in the, yeah, that's kind of, that's
3: exciting to me too. And then the second thing is that, and this goes to more weight loss stuff is that you don't gain weight in specific areas. You gain weight all around, you know, some women start certain areas, but you know, so it's not going to be like, you're going to, your arm is just going to be the one that gets big. (laughs)
4: you know it's- is so unpredictable you don't understand like it's such a strong-
1: well then just don't get a tattoo on your arm yeah, what yeah. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. It
4: arm. it's it's problematic
1: i feel like it would be really sexy on your like calf yeah yeah yeah, you yeah. Calf.
4: To that. like you're holding my ankles you see the calf yeah. and you're like,
3: oh, <laughs> like, but the God. one thing i will say and this is me this is my thing is that it's expensive too and also you know research so the artists expensive. and do but also, like, really think about it, and then there is a possibility that once you get one, you'll be like, I need seven more, is which is addicting? what I – it's very <laughs> addicting.
1: It was, but I hit a point where I was done. Oh, really?
4: I don't know what I would get. Like, I have no – like, what yeah. Like, what do you guys have, to, have tattoos of? Because I'm, like, super curious.
1: I mean, yeah. I have tattoos of stupid shit. Ugh. I'm not going to lie. like, yeah. but, <laughs> but, but, but I don't think they look bad. So that's the no. thing. And it's, that's like, what matters. I would. Have, like how they uh, look. Who cares? Meaningless tattoo that doesn't look bad than uh, um like a meaningful tattoo that looks terrible. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I have this tattoo on my inner wrist. This says "Maestus," which means greatness in Latin. Why? I don't fucking know. I mean, like it was like I I wanted this look across my wrist, and I was like, it'll be really cool if I get it in Latin. But it was like they were like, do you want it in like Mexican cholo font? And I was like, yeah. And so it's just like there it's, we like, are. But yeah, no, it's like the um the hood of a car, but across my wrist. That's and clear. like yeah, i are is-
4: gonna get a tattoo. Test- yeah. because I like yeah. It.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Credit to, to Evan uh, for a Blexelence. Blexelence. Uh,
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think, a he- I think a healthy balance of a tattoo of like m- minor equal parts, like really meaningful. There's like, I have a lot of like family things or I have like, you know, my grandfather who's like passed away. I have his, I have his name. And I also have like three dinosaur tattoos just because like, I think dinosaurs are dope. So like it just depends on like what you want, like, what, like what you're into.
1: You'll probably always think dinosaurs are dope. And that's yeah. how you to be about a tattoo is that yeah well like, oh, I think this is dope in the future yeah.
2: um and my thing now, too is that my thing too is that when I look at them I always I can look at every tattoo and tell you the exact story the day and like where I was when I
3: got it and to me that yeah. to me that's very special yeah well, and it also know. looks cool yeah,
1: yeah exactly I actually cool most important thing
3: I actually thought of a way to bring this back to to drag Thank um uh, yeah. this is something that I actually have been kind of Uh, battling on because a i do love tattoos i love people with tattoos i think you know some tattoos i'm like i wouldn't get that like i don't understand that the whole thing where it's like you tattoo your arm to show the muscle on your arm to be like oh my arm is exposed and i have muscle it's like you have muscle so why are you tattooing that um but you know but uh so i do love the way tattoos look even if even if i don't necessarily agree with what the person's getting but i do find it a little distracting in drag um, I okay. so like if it's like a, if it's like, let's say we're, uh, Jamila, you're going ahead with this looks thing. Mm-hmm. Would you say that like uh, a, a looks queen would, would be able to have tattoos or Absolutely. wouldn't be able to have
1: That's the thing is that like you have to know what you look good in. That's so, I think that's like the, the, um, the, pinnacle or like the biggest takeaway from would be from like a show like that is just knowing what you look really good in it's the difference to me between i was talking to matthew about this about how i didn't like sugar Cane on her season i wasn't that into her but outside of her season everything i've seen her in has been like stunning yes, like yes. stunning and it's like yeah. wow like you really came into herself look wise mm-hmm. and yeah I that like I love that. I like I would love to see sugarcane. Like I want to see more of her. Uh,
3: so she you would say that sugarcane's more of a look yeah. look queen?
1: Uh, yes, but you know, I I I fell in love with sugarcane's just like her uh boy um confessionals. And um she just seems like a dope person. And she seems like a very a very nice person. Yeah, and according to Matthew, she lives in our neighborhood. She does. Okay, What. Matthew and I are neighbors. Way to bury the lead, guys. Yeah, what the hell? Um, I
4: see her at the CVS on 125th Street all the time. I was like, wait a minute. Is that sugar cane?
3: Yes. Is she she wearing, is she like, uh, what does she wear to like go out
4: and like shop? Well, I see her often. It's like sweats and it's kind of underwhelming. It looks like she just came from like a yoga class or something.
1: I want a sugar (laughs) cane. I want a sugar cane prayer candle because I feel like that's like appropriate
3: um, Oh, that'd be great! It. I've actually always wanted to get a prayer candle tattoo. I thought that would be oh, cool. That's cute. Oh, I, I like that.
2: that. a prayer candle.
3: Don't take my idea, man. Oh, yeah, idea. yeah. Get the fuck out.
2: Who do you think uh, you are? <laughs> Seriously. Um, no, um, right. I'm kidding. So, guys, I think this is a great place to end the show at the moment, just because uh, it's almost coming up on two hours now, and I'm sure we put yeah are I know. Oh, Um God. First of all, I want to thank Lori for being here, and I am always hoping that you will come and enjoy the show whenever you can. Oh I'm-
3: yes, and I've been listening, and you guys are doing great. I really like it, and thank it's you. way better without Joe. So.
2: Yeah, oh.
1: <laughs> I,
2: it's fun, but also, and also, to bounce back to you, I'm loving, loving, loving um, Dragula ways right now. If you guys are if, if you the bits that you guys do in the beginning, honestly, like make me almost piss a little bit. Like it is so funny. Lori, oh, and jo- thank you. Lori and Joe, and Joe do these little like rehearse bits that are that are very funny. So, Jamila, I'll send you the bits so you can hear because I know okay, you don't. All right, all right, I'm
1: going to be a better yep. co-host. All right, That's a dollar yeah. a month. You can uh, subscribe to the
3: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the feed. It's on the the main feed. It doesn't cost any money, Jamila. No, I I think the simplest answer is for Evan to download the episodes and edit them in an MP3 and then send them to you. I think that's Yes,
2: it's yes. my white guilt. I'm sorry. I'm trying to help too much. Just feed it to me.
1: <laughs> I don't want to have to look for it. Okay, um, okay.
2: And Matthew, I want to thank you so much for joining us. I really hope that since you guys are neighbors, you will come on on a normal week where we are actually talking about rumors and we kind of get into the show. It's been lovely having you. I hope we didn't scare you away too much. No, I think you
4: guys are awesome and super funny. And you all have been very sweet. And maybe I'll go get a tattoo
2: after this.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh. I'm going to come back with tattoos next week. Yeah, where i get it. Yeah, and, I, and as always, Jamila, you are the best, and I am. Oh, hey, I'm, I'm Jamila, sure I'm gonna tell ta- you,
3: you're amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah so I don't want. Yeah, yeah, Matthew, excellent. Matthew, we should probably leave them alone right now because they're gonna. Um, they're probably gonna um, have a moment. Matthew, where can we? Where can we find you? Can we? Uh, you have Instagram,
3: Twitter, yeah. Anything? I'm can here. we happy for you. Uh, all my Sometimes handles are the, same. When we touch, <laughs> the honesty's too much. Oh my
4: god, that is my key for you and Jamila to get cozy.
3: <laughs>
4: uh, all my handles are at Matt jay claiborne uh yeah i'm not gonna spell it it's too long but i'm, I'm very searchable i'm a journalist
2: i'm no. googleable google a <laughs> okay. google, google it, it. It. Google it, bitch well loves it oh well, thank you guys again uh this has been the rumor mill and we look forward to seeing you guys next week where we hopefully get it together and talk about rumors teen speculation of all things rupaul's drag race all right for myself jamila joe matthew Lori, and a sick george i say thank you and hallelujah You can find Jamila Zarah at her lifestyle blog, hihowareyou.com. That's H I G H H O W A R E Y O U.com. George Munoz can be followed on Instagram at The Real George Munoz. That's T H E R E A L J O R G E M U N O Z. Follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M. Ayres, that's E-V-A-N-M-A-Y-R-E-S, on Instagram and on Twitter at Nobody Cares, that's N-O-B-O-D-Y-C-A-Y-R-E-S. The Rumor Mill is an afterthought media podcast.